Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 20. It's not my intent to read every single verse of this book. We have been the last few days. We read chapter 19 yesterday. This stuff is all very important, though. And today we're going to get a glimpse into how prophets of God tend to be treated. By the way, a prophet, when we think of prophets or in the New Testament, the gift of prophecy, we tend to think this is about being able to accurately predict the future or foretell what is going to come. That's what prophecy is. And prophecy to a degree is that. We saw that in Isaiah. We see that here in Jeremiah, even in this text. We'll see that with other prophets, that they are foretelling things that are going to come, that Babylon's going to destroy Judah, or that God is going to draw his people to his city at the end times, and things like this. But for the most part, a prophet is a truth teller. He's a declarer of God's word, usually in a context or in a culture where God's word is no longer popular. So these prophets stand out like sore thumbs because they're saying things that nobody wants to hear. And uh, they get treated badly for this. That's what's going to happen today. And I wonder if there are any prophets today, people who have gifts of prophecy, who are truth tellers. We need more of those today as our culture and even as certain corners of Christianity drift away from God's word. So I want to encourage any of you who are prophets out there to continue to be bold with the truth of God's word in the face of adversity, even from people who would call themselves Christians. Chapter 20, verses 1 and following. Now Pasher the priest, the son of Immer, who was the chief officer in the house of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying all these things. Then Pasher beat Jeremiah the prophet, put him in stocks that were in the upper Benjamin gate of the house of the Lord. The next day when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call your name Pasher, but terror on every side. Ouch. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. They shall fall by the sword of their enemies while you look on, and I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon. He shall carry them captive to Babylon and shall strike them down with the sword. Moreover, I will give all the wealth of the city, all its gains, all its prized belongings, and all the treasures of the kings of Judah into the hand of their enemies, who shall plunder them and seize them and carry them to Babylon. And you, Pasher, and all who dwell in your house shall go into captivity. To Babylon you shall go, and there you shall die, and there you shall be buried, you and all your friends to whom you have falsely prophesied. So this is very interesting what's going on. Pasher is a priest. He's the guy who's in charge of the house of the Lord, yet he is way off base. He doesn't want to hear anything that the Lord has to say, and that's evident by how he treats God's spokesman, Jeremiah. And it's just sad that this person who's a spiritual leader in the community, who people are looking up to for spiritual guidance, is misleading them, has drifted far, far from God. And people are looking up to him, and I think that's maybe why this punishment is decreed against him, that the Lord is going to hold spiritual leaders, people who call themselves Christian leaders today, pastors, ministry leaders to a higher account because people are looking to us for leadership. And if we're leading them in a direction that is contrary to God's word, that is not cool at all. And Jeremiah makes that clear to Pasher. And I would guess that everything that Jeremiah said is exactly what happened to Pasher. And it's too bad. We got to stay faithful to God's word as Christian leaders. Now Jeremiah goes on a rant 
with the Lord. And this is a little bit of a popular section of Jeremiah. You might be familiar with part of it. We'll, we'll start in verse 7. Oh Lord, you have deceived me and I was deceived. You are stronger than I and you have prevailed. I have become a laughingstock all the day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak, I cry out. I shout violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and a derision all day long. If I say, I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. So what Jeremiah is saying here is, I'm being persecuted, I'm being mistreated for what I'm saying, and even if I make a decision in my heart that I'm not going to say these things anymore. I'm not going to speak on God's behalf to these people anymore. I'm not going to stick out like a sore thumb as I have anymore. Even if that's my desire, there's a burning in my bones that I can't hold in because God's word just just cries out from deep within me. And this is a great thing, friends. I hope that you love God's word. I, I hope that you have a passion for God's word that is like Jeremiah's, that even when you don't want to speak it, even when you don't want to stand out anymore, even when you don't want to take hits from the culture or the people around you who hate God, that you will still stand strong and be bold. Verse 10, for I hear many whispering, terror on every side, denounce him. Let us denounce him. Say all my close friends watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived and then we can overcome him and we can take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and they will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous, who sees the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them. For to you, I have committed my cause." And he says, sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hand of evildoers. Then he goes into another lament. Cursed be the day on which I was born, the day when my mother bore me, let it not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought the news to my father. A son is born to you, making him very glad. Let that man be like the cities that the Lord overthrew without pity. Let him hear a cry in the morning and an alarm at noon, because he did not kill me in the womb. So my mother would have been my grave and her womb forever great. Why did I come out of the womb to see toil and sorrow and spend my days in shame? So, we talked about Jeremiah having the nickname, the weeping prophet, and you get a glimpse of that here. Jeremiah is really all over the place. He is, he's alone. He's being hammered on from every side by religious people, and he's being mocked and derided, punished, beat up, and the Lord is protecting him. He understands that. The Lord has given him this passion for his word that he can't shut up. That's on one hand. So he's praising the Lord. Sing praise to the Lord because you've delivered me. On the other hand, he's saying, cursed is the day I was born. Why did I have to have this life? Why do I have to be God's spokesman? Why didn't I die in my mother's womb? Because this is terrible. And thus is the life of Jeremiah. You know what? I think this is, to a degree, what every Christian who's serious about Christ and serious about God's word in a culture that hates God and hates Christ and hates God's word, I think this is to a degree, something that all of us ought to be able to identify with. Yes, we experience the Lord's protection, but we are tired of not fitting in. We're tired of being mocked and derided. And to a degree, maybe sometimes in our weakness, we think, why? Why do I have to carry this mantle of truth? Why can't I just be normal like everyone else and fit in? 
Lord, give us your grace. Give us your strength. Protect us. Help us to represent you well during the time you give us on this earth. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.